welcome to Caravan Confessions. I'm your host, Eric Simon, and today we have a guest named Linda Ward. Linda, how are you doing today? I'm pretty good. How about you? I'm good. This is actually the third time we've tried to start this podcast. I've messed up every single time, so I think <laughs> I think that intro went a little bit more smoothly. Yes. Uh-huh. So Linda, I didn't feel as special, though, when you said the Duchess Homes. The Duchess Homes. So I see that next to your Facebook profile. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the Duchess Homes? I know that's a real estate company, but if you could go a little bit more in depth, that would be great. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a real estate agent with Keller Williams. um, And I decided that I really wanted to start kind of my own team. Um, And I've always had an obsession with, uh, I guess, royalty type names and stuff like that. And I decided to create the Duchess Homes and just brand myself as the Duchess Homes. And I have um, quite a few other businesses. I don't know if you know about those, but I'm trying to play uh, the Duchess into just about everything. And yeah, so I'm based out of Nashville, Tennessee, and trying to grow my real estate business as much as I can. And how that long have terrible. you been? No, that was not terrible. That was good. <laughs> how, how long have you been a licensed realtor? Um, I am in my third year now. Okay, nice. Same with me. I'm, I've been doing it for three and a half years, so we're right at the same level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh so we kind of met on social media. Um, I know you started a Facebook page. You kind of do social media consulting. Is that what you would say? Um, So I I think we met somehow through Facebook. Yeah. And I am a part of a few real estate groups and I have one of my own. I kind of help realtors for free because I don't really get paid for it on how to lead generate through Facebook and Instagram. I've had a couple of companies that we've tried to work around to start a business around lead generation, but it got a little too costly, so we're not running those anymore. Um, But yeah, so I've made silly little videos that kind of show how I found success as quickly as I have with Facebook and Instagram, and we created a group based around that so that we can you know, share ideas on how to grow our brand a lot bigger through Facebook. And the group is called Social Media Mastering for Realtors, correct? That's correct. Uh huh. Okay, and so you actually have gotten leads through your Instagram and through Facebook, right? And actually, it's my Instagram leads that have kind of led to this podcast. And there's some weird people on Instagram, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Is is your Instagram um, the Duchess Homes also? It is. It is the Duchess Homes. Uh huh. Okay, and how are you getting leads on Instagram? Are you doing? advertisements or are you just posting pictures of your properties and people are commenting and you're actually getting buyers through that? So I post photos and stuff like that on my Instagram just to keep my brand um, alive with, you know, have photos up on there and everything. But the way I actually get my leads is you go through um, and you search for hashtags of local areas or you go and search your local area since Instagram gives you that option. And I will go and see everybody that's say in Nashville, Tennessee, and I will go and like all of their photos as long as it's appropriate and it gets me noticed by people. So they'll come and take a look at my page and generally start an interaction if they're looking to buy or sell. That's awesome. That's a really good technique. We kind of did that when we started off with the broke agent. We would search hashtag real estate and like a couple photos here and there. And then those people would see, oh, the broke agent liked my photo, go to the profile, check it out, and then follow us. So Right, exactly. So are you getting new followers through that as well? 
Yeah, so I've kind of not been maintaining our Duchess Homes Instagram account because we have so much other stuff going on. Um, but yes, that was a good way. That's how we grew really quickly. I know I did a bod- uh, podcast for a different company because I had gotten about 3,000 plus followers in like a month just Damn. doing that alone. Um, we've dropped down to like 2,000 something because I haven't posted on there in so long. Um, but yes, that's a great way to get noticed. People will come and like your page and see, and you have to have your page filled up with content so they know what you're going to be exposing them to every single day. Yeah, definitely. So you've, you've actually dropped over a thousand followers, you think just from not posting, it just, it shows how consistent you have to be with your content. Otherwise people don't want to follow an account that goes dead. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I haven't posted in months and we have dropped down, I think, by about 500 people. And I also haven't been going and liking people. Um, so, you know, the less interaction I have with other people, less connection, people don't want to follow me anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. So are you focused on real estate sales or kind of this social media and consulting position? Because I know you're on here to tell some crazy realtor stories, but it seems like right. you kind of got your hand in a bunch of different pots. Well, our main company right now is uh, Showcase Landings, and it's a website design company for real estate agents. And we also do social media management through there. So that has been my main focus, but I still do sell real estate. It's just not my number one focus right now. Um, okay. But yes, I do have some crazy stories from selling real estate. Awesome. Why don't we get into those? Okay, awesome. So um, I guess I'll just jump in. One of the, um, I've had quite a few experiences, but one of the main ones I want to talk about is a lead that I got through Instagram. And like I was saying, I will go through and search through Nashville. And as long as the picture is not political or inappropriate, I will like everything. It doesn't matter what it is. I will go through and like it. Um, So I ended up liking a photo of a gentleman. I guess he had taken a selfie in the bathroom and I hadn't liked it. Um, Uh I didn't think anything of it as I was going through because it's just what I was doing. Was it a shirtless selfie? No, he, he had a shirt on, but he had some. I don't know. It was very strange. I don't understand men who take selfies like that. But uh-huh. um, clearly, you haven't uh, gone through my personal Instagram because I have thousands of selfies on there. No, but your selfies. No, he like his was in a bathroom, and he just had like this um, smirk where it was like. <laughs> I, he I know. I know. Oh yeah, I know the exact the exact face, and he probably like tapped some motivational quote on the uh, on the caption <laughs> yeah. also, like some fake ass entrepreneur person. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I didn't even pay attention to it when I liked it. I was doing it so fast. But so a couple days later, he sends me a message and he says uh, through Instagram and he thanks me for liking his photo. Uh, and he says that he has two properties that he wants to sell and he's looking into purchasing another one. Um, so we got into talking about that and getting into details about, you know, where he was in his life right now, as far as how important it was for him to sell and move uh, to a new place. Did you do a little bit of a uh, background? Um, on- yeah, I mean, so as, as far as searching on Google and stuff? Well, yeah, or just like checking out his the rest of his Instagram. I mean, whenever I get a lead, whether it's through social media or someone I don't know, I definitely do an expansive background research to make sure the person's not a complete psycho. So right. I'm, just, well, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just wondering if you went through – you could kind of tell if someone's psychotic just based off of their Instagram feed alone. 
That's so if true. A guy's, if a guy's taking selfies, but I mean, trust me, I get it. If if he had two properties to sell and was looking to purchase another, I would pursue that lead even if he was naked in the picture. <laughs> well, see, that's what I was going to say. Like, it kind of started getting really weird before I even met up with him, but I did it because it was like a, it was just about under a million dollars worth of transactions for all three properties. So I was like, uh-huh. okay, I could deal with his weirdness. For This right. better be a good paycheck. Exactly. Um, but his instagram it was like 90 percent selfies it, all in the bathroom all with the same smile just with a different t-shirt and there was like hundreds of photos of this and then the other 10 percent were of his kids uh-huh. um so while we were talking through instagram i was you know trying to get more information about him and the properties and you know go for the clothes as far as setting up an appointment so this and, is all sorry to interrupt but this is all on instagram okay. dm Yes, this is all through Instagram. You, you got to um, extract the number from the app. This oh, is like classic, classic dating. If you're on Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, <laughs> not that I'm on those anymore. But the key is to get them off the app immediately. You got to get a phone number extraction and then you got to take that lead to email. Otherwise, well, see, it, it makes it more real once you actually start talking to the person not on the app. Right. Well, he was so strong about um, hiring me as a real estate agent. I wasn't afraid that I was going to lose him to somebody else. Got so it. that's why I was just, you know, I was just taking my time with the conversation. Okay. Um, and, and most of this was all in one day period. I think it was like the next day that I got his phone number or I gave him mine, whichever way. But um, uh, so we were, I was trying to stay on the topic of real estate and I don't really remember what it was that uh, decided or made him decide to start trying to speak casual um, as if we're friends or something like that. Right. I guess he started asking more personal questions about me and I was just being friendly and answering them. And all of a sudden, I, I don't even know how it happened. It just happened so quickly. It went from speaking only about real estate to all of a sudden I was um, – an amazing friend that he can lend an ear to that he can trust. Now, like I said, this is all oh, in like God. a day, two day period. Right. So, um, you went I from real estate agent to amazing friend. Yeah. This guy's yeah. Complete, completely nuts. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know anything about him. He doesn't know Def- anything about me and definitely doesn't have two properties that he wants to buy, nor does well, he have a property he wants to sell. Well, actually he did. That's the oh, thing. Okay. Like, okay right. So here's, it gets very weird. So, um, he, uh, what was I, where was I going with this? Um, so he was just basically saying that he's never spoke with anybody that was so laid back that he could just open up to and yada, 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 just going on with it. And then he started telling me about his writing and I could tell on his Facebook or on his Instagram, excuse me, that he was married. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started to feel the conversation shifting into, um, him thinking he was going to start up something outside of a professional relationship. So I, I tried to bring up his wife and he was saying like, um, I woke up one morning and he had sent me tons of messages where he was saying how him and his wife were not doing good and he sleeps on the couch and she sleeps in the bedroom and they don't talk to each other. And just completely like to a stranger just told me all about his life and his wrecked marriage. (laughs) You went from realtor to therapist immediately. (laughs) Yes, like we always do. Yeah. And, um, you know, I hear about people's stories all the time. So even though I felt kind of uncomfortable, I just kind of looked past it. Uh, I don't know why I have... 
I know why, because there's a million dollars in transactions on the table. Yes, exactly. <laughs> there's money involved, so I'll sit yeah. around and listen. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll listen to this psychopath talk about how he sits on the couch all day and takes selfies. Well, he was like using it as a pity story to kind of see, I guess he was testing the waters with me to see if I would hit on him and stuff like that. Engaging um, interest. How, how old was this guy, out of curiosity? He was in his mid to late 30s i would say i never asked for his age but he was an older guy um and i'm 24 now but i was 23 at the time Uh um so it was a little i mean i wasn't uncomfortable by it i'm I'm not bothered by people's age but it was definitely obvious that he was you know trying to lead the conversation into something i don't know if it was sexual is what he wanted or I don't know. He was was trying to bond with somebody that he thought was pretty or something. And I wasn't giving in to that. So um, we eventually ended up trading numbers. And uh, he sent me a text message about wanting to get together and meet up and uh, do the property valuation and everything like that so we can get a set price and get it on the market really quickly. The first time that we were going to meet up, he wanted to – go out somewhere to a restaurant and get a drink. (laughs) And normally I would be fine with that if it was a different client, but I just could tell that he wanted something more. So it made me very uncomfortable to go on what felt like a date. Is this before Um, you, so you said the Duchess Homes is your real estate team, correct? So do you have multiple people on your team that could have accompanied you? If Uh, you went to a restaurant? I have a team, but it's not like the type of team that other agents have. I have a ton of people that work for me as kind of like assistants, but I don't have um, a legitimate team team, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, So, no, I mean, I didn't. I'm kind of stubborn. I've always put myself in really weird situations my whole life. And my parents always say I'm going to end up getting myself killed because I will like just go meet up with anybody anywhere. And I need to stop doing that. Um, But (laughs) (laughs) but I don't know this. So I just felt very uncomfortable with him wanting to get a drink. And I asked if he could bring his wife along and he said, Oh, well, yeah. Cause at least I could understand going on a drink with a couple and then discussing the real estate needs. But, um, he, he started making up an excuse. I don't remember what exactly it was, but he had said that his wife wasn't going to be able to make it. Uh, and I said, okay, well, let's go ahead and just schedule for a time that your wife and you are free together. And he started arguing with me saying, well, my wife doesn't need to be involved in the transaction, yada, yada. But when I pulled up to tax records, it, everything was in her name anyway. Uh-huh. So she had to be involved in the transaction. I said she had to the be wife- there to sign the wife definitely has to be involved in the transaction. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, so he said, okay, okay. So he set up a date where uh, his wife could come. So we were still going to go to a bar near his house and grab a drink. How and long then, has the process been at this point? Like uh, you, This has been like three days. So okay, it's all so kind of you, happening You fast. guys were Instagram DMing for the first two, then went to numbers. And then right. – Okay. And now you're about to meet up with him. Right, exactly. And then, um, so I'd say 30 minutes before we were going to go to the bar, I sent him a text message and made sure everything was okay and we could go. And uh, he said his wife wasn't going to be able to make it. And I said, (laughs) well, I don't feel very comfortable doing this. Um, just between the two of us, I feel I would feel better if it was all three of us discussing the real estate needs. And then, um, 
he just got really mad and he said, well, his wife was sick and he just like kind of went off on me. Like we don't need her to be there and blah, blah, blah. It uh-huh. was very awkward. And so I just stopped responding to him. I was like, okay, he's kind of freaking me out. I'm just not going to talk to you. And then two days later, um, he responded or he sent me another message again after I had ignored him and didn't go to the bar. And he said, okay, I'm ready to get this house sold. Can you meet me and my wife at our condo? It was like a, not a condo, a townhouse. And I said, sure, absolutely. So we set up a schedule. The next day I went over there, I met him and his wife and everything felt okay. It felt normal. So we got the paperwork signed and I had scheduled to come back to put the sign up, the lockbox and come back with a photographer. Oh, so Um, you, you actually got the listing. Right, exactly. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I, I got the listing. And, what, did you end up, uh, what did you end up listing the house for? Well, see, it didn't even hit the market just yet. So okay. uh, two days, because we hadn't gotten the photos done yet. Um, I think it was like two or three days later, a couple days later, we I came back. The photographer was there. He had taken most of his photos and was finishing up with the video. And it was just the seller. So his wife wasn't there that day. Um, So I put the sign up. I put the lockbox on the door. And just the photographer had – I started talking to the seller. And I guess in between that, the photographer had left. And it got very uncomfortable because he kept trying to come too close into my space. Mm -hmm. And um, so I I was just kind of, I don't know, bitchy in a way. I don't know if I can use that word. I guess I can on your podcast. You can say whatever the fuck you want. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So I was being very bitchy and um, I told him, okay, we're set to go. I'm going to, um, put the mark or put the house on the market tonight. So, so this is like, this is like outside while well, you just set up the sign, the photographer no, so, and you just, Oh, this is so actually inside gone, the house. Yeah, this is inside the house. So I had gone okay. inside to talk to him and the photographer in the middle of that had left. And as I was talking to him after the photographer left is when he started to get close to me and was trying to, I guess, fill me up or he wasn't uh, touching me, but he right. Was he was, he was making, my- he was making the advancements towards doing something right. like that. Okay. Right, exactly. Um, so I I went home and I started getting everything up on the MLS and I had already found a buyer technically for it because I had uh, marketed it as a coming soon mm-hmm. and I knew a buyer who was looking for a property exactly like that one. So I knew the second I got it on the MLS, we were going to be good to go and I probably was going to get a double-ended side for that. Um, and then he sends me a text message asking if I can come over that evening oh. and um, I asked him, you know, what, what for, is there something that I forgot or, you know, try, I, under, I knew what he was trying to say, but I was just trying to, keep yeah, it you were, yeah, you were keeping it professional. You were, you were maintaining the relationship and trying to get through the sale without, right, exactly. without jeopardizing the commission. No, I, I completely understand. And, uh, and he just started saying, you know, he was feeling really down about himself and his wife wasn't giving him enough attention and his wife was out of town. Um, which I don't know if she was even out of town or not. Um, but he basically said that he has feelings for me and he wanted me to come over and sleep with him in so many words. Uh Um, and 
you know, obviously I said, hell no. And I said, this is very inappropriate discussion. I am representing you as a real estate professional. This is crossing the line of harassment. And I, I told him I want to have a friendly relationship with you. I view all of my clients as friends, but this is getting into murky waters that I'm not comfortable with. And so he is sent this, me a ton Is this over a phone call or is this through text? This is through text message. Okay. Yes. So he just sent me a bunch of messages, just like I said, flipping out again. I mean, he was a very emotional person. Um, but I ended up getting fired ultimately because I would not have sex with him. So even wow. though I could have had a buyer and had his house under contract, he told me to just he told me to go screw myself and to rip up the contract and that he was gonna find another real estate agent to use. Wow. And uh, so, yeah, so that was that. So it, it was very, um, yeah, so I got fired for not having sex with the seller. That was an interesting experience. Yeah, I can imagine. And good for you, obviously, for holding your ground against that absolute creep. I wonder, do you, do you have any idea what happened to that property, who he, who he hired in the future? No, it has not come back on the market. And every now and then when I post a photo on my Instagram, he goes and likes it. Like he'll oh. like everything still. So you it's very weird. You need to block that psychopath. Yeah, I need to block him. <laughs> I, want, I want you to Facebook message his name to me at some point just so I could take a look and look at his selfies. Okay, you, okay. You, I'll send you the link to his Instagram. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> it, it'll be fun to look at. It's quite interesting. Um, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, it was a very interesting story. I mean, I don't know. I guess I could have pressed legal charges against him for what he did, but I, I don't know. I just didn't want to deal with it. It was so dumb. I was just more mad that he wasted so much of my time and that I was excited. I got the excitement that I was going to get this listing and sell it very quickly, uh, only to lose out on everything just because I didn't. And he wasn't even attractive. I mean, if he was a good looking man, I don't know. Oh, I'd have considered. <laughs> good looking at all interesting to know uh, where your morals are <laughs> yeah. well of course if he wasn't married okay no, so i get it i get it so um, so did his wife know about this at all or did he no no hide his, all this did, like, oh, did their relationship relationship seem normal when you went and spoke with them i mean it was very hard to tell i mean they seemed friendly uh-huh uh, was the wife I'm, attractive was the wife what was the wife attractive? Was she, I mean, she was. She, they were on the same level, I guess. I mean, they weren't ugly people. They just but, weren't. <laughs> what were they? One to ten? Would you say? I would say a five. Okay, I would give it. five. I, I, I mean, not wanna, that I think highly of myself, but I don't know. He just wasn't. I my, just want to give mean, the audience a great visual, so they're. they're like yeah. five, okay. <laughs> they were normal people on the outside, I guess. Normal people, okay, but psychos on the inside. I guess he was. I don't know about her. She seemed fine. She seemed yeah. very nice. Well, I'm glad, uh, you, I'm glad you got through that. Um, all right, are there any other stories you want to tell? Well, I mean, basically, you know, you're like you were saying, any attractive females, it is difficult in this industry. I have picked up quite a few number of stalkers. Um, one of them was very, very aggressive. He uh -huh. called my cell phone number. He was calling my business number, our Keller Williams office looking for me and having it forwarded to my cell phone. And when, when it's forwarded, it looks like Keller Williams is calling me. So I'll answer it all the time. Um, he found me on all of my social media accounts. He found my email because I haven't published on my website. Um, well, yeah, and real, he was just said real estate agents have all their information public. So if you're, if oh, you're yeah. a, if you're a creepy guy, you could just go on kellerwilliams.com 
Tennessee area, search all the attractive agents and start, you know, texting them, start emailing well, them, start stalking them. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, this guy came from Instagram, too. And he I had my website on the link in the bio. So when you go to my website, you can find all the contact information, social media accounts for me. And he was just sending me tons of um, inappropriate text messages. And then like, I never responded to him once, not once, because I was very put off when he called me through my work phone. That was his first uh, contact. And uh, and he was starting to, you know, be very friendly and have like some kind of a friendship. And I was just like, no, this is my work phone. Please do not call me again. Um, and that was the only conversation that we ever had. And so he sent me tons and tons of messages and then was getting mad that I wasn't responding and was like, am I not good enough for you? And blah, blah, blah. And again, Jesus. not anybody that I even know, but men out there, if you are single, desperation is not attractive and neither is psychotic stalking no. i don't know what is going on i mean i think probably that's why i stopped using instagram so much there's some weirdos on there i haven't yeah. had this problem with people i meet on facebook strangely yeah well or not we, yet. we met on facebook and i haven't made any advances towards you, so <laughs> <Yeah. that's good. laughs> no, no, no but it, it is it is crazy um that People think they could just reach out to people online that they've never met before and establish some sort of relationship. Like I understand social media and connecting with people. Like obviously we met through a Facebook group and, you know, we have common business interests. So obviously we've connected through that and you've, you know, been a guest of the podcast. But as far as developing, you know, when people say I want to reach out to be your friend, that's when it gets kind of creepy because right. it's like, why are you, why are you trying to make friends on Instagram, on Facebook. Like I completely understand connecting with like-minded individuals, but it starts to get creepy when people start dropping the, you know, I just want to form a friendship with you or talk to you because it's like, right. I, I don't know you. I do not want to form a friendship with you. I do not want to respond to your Instagram DMs. So, Well, see, I, I get that so often from uh, people in the local area and from real estate agents. I mean, I have met up with people like I will start talking to them on Facebook and then we'll uh -huh. go and catch a drink for the very next day. Um, but I don't know why that happens to me a lot. I'm just, I don't know if I'm just easy to talk to. I don't know what it is, but I get that so much, but I can definitely tell when, when a, when a guy messages me, whether his intentions are going to lead down a sexual path or if he's right. just really wanting to be friends and just reach out because we have some kind of a mutual connection. Um, and so I will nip that in the bud very quickly. And then that's when the true colors come out and they're all psycho and yeah. And then they get mad at you. Crazy. Yeah, I know. It's like, how are you going to get mad at me? I don't want to talk to you when you're messaging me. I mean, this guy messaged me within an hour on every single platform that I have online and you know email I, and phone. <laughs> you know what I call that? I call that the full court press. When you hit a when a girl's not responding to you, you hit them up on email, Instagram, Snapchat, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, voicemail, Venmo, maybe Venmo them five dollars, see if they respond, something like that. That's called the full court press, but that's and that's I would for bet my life. And I would I would never do that. Don't get me wrong. And well, I would bet would my that life that idiot. nobody would keep a relationship with anybody that they did that to in the beginning when they don't know anything about them. Yes, but you know that's some some guys go full court press and they start blitzing early, and that's when you know you're dealing with a, a lunatic, <laughs> right? So I'm well, glad it's you. Well, so funny, like you know how when uh, Fifty Shades of Grey came out, there was this one meme going around where um, 
they had a picture of like a trailer park and they were saying if the guy was you know in a trailer park doing the same things he would be psycho so it's yeah. so funny because women like they'll be flattered if it's a guy that they're attracted to but if they're not attracted to them then it gets into stalker mode so yeah and, and, and most of the stalkers not from personal experience obviously but are probably not attractive hence why they're stalkers because if they right. were attractive or just had good social skills obviously you don't have to be attractive to get with the opposite sex but if they don't have good social skills that's when they start hitting you up on all the social media and doing the, right. uh, the full court press. So Linda, thanks for coming on the podcast. Uh, if Absolutely. You anything you want to plug, I don't know if you even want to plug your Instagram now after <laughs> you might get no, some, I mean... <laughs> some stalkers, but uh, yeah, plug, well, plug whatever company you have and tell us a little bit about anything else. Yeah. I mean, um, I guess the two things that I just want to mention is again, the showcase landings. Um, we're trying to really revolutionize the type of websites that we put out there for realtors and we're making it really affordable as far as, you know, other, I won't name other companies obviously, but other companies that are out there, we're trying to outdo in pricing. And these are Um, personalized websites for real estate agents. Right. Fully customized. And we have everything from like live chat to social media management to lead generation to just about anything you could think of that you would need for a website. And we have it practically dirt cheap for what we're offering. And you um, do property websites as well? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you get like um, you get landing pages with your website so you don't have to use it, you know, a different company to purchase landing pages on top of your website. And so we have it's just a full package. Um right. And then another thing that I wanted to plug in was you can search this on Facebook because we don't have a website for it yet. But Ladies of Real Estate, um, it's a brand that I just started literally five days ago. And I wanted to kind of create a group where uh, females in our profession can come together and really have a brand made for us. Um, And we have, you know, like right now we don't have much going on on our Facebook because I'm still trying to get this figured out. It blew up a lot faster than I thought it was going to. Um, And we have, we're going to be getting together and setting up events where women can come together and we can kind of discuss real estate and we're just going to make a big deal out of it. So if you want to be a part of that, please feel free to join us on Facebook. So obviously this is nationwide, not specified in Nashville. Right, right. So we're going to do... I mean, we're not looking into other countries right now, but in the United States, we're going to be hosting a bunch of different events and it's going to be, it's basically going to be a brand. So, uh, once I get that figured out and where we're going with that, like I said, I created it like five days ago and we already have a thousand followers on there. So I need to figure out quickly what direction I'm going to take this, but 953. 953. Okay. So yeah, so we're going to go big with that and. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> a little don't, under Don't over exaggerate your follow count on my <laughs> oh, podcast. Excuse me. Minus 47. <laughs> That's right, exactly. I it'll be shirt, over too. a thousand this... by today. By the time this day is over with, it'll be not, over. Not if I could help it. I'm going to make sure it never reaches. <laughs> okay. Have you heard of the Fab Women of Real Estate? Is there really such a thing? Yeah, there is. And I just did my first ever brocation event with them last Wednesday. And it's a group of similar like-minded women in real estate in Los Angeles. Um, I don't know if it's nationwide yet, but I could connect you with them because it's a very similar idea. Okay, that's interesting. No, I've never heard of them. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it's this girl. I, mean, I don't know if she wants her name to be mentioned. But um, there's a video coming out in a couple of days of the party I threw because I partner with them. And then you mm-hmm. can take a look at that and I'll connect you guys. 
Okay, sounds good. Yeah, I think yeah. you sent me an invite to that party, but kind of yeah, all that, the way on the other side of this. Yeah, thanks country. for coming. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to. It looked like it would have been fun. Yeah, it was fun. We had a good turnout. We had over 100 people, and it wasn't just real estate agents. There were people from Title, Escrow, commercial agents, and just other people. There was like some data guy there that just wanted to meet real estate agents to help promote his company too. So I really want to start real estate happy hours once a month, once every couple of months couple months months jesus um <laughs> sounds like you want to do something similar um just create yeah. these networking kind of mixer events just for people to connect also um you know it, it's a great opportunity for vendors to get in front of real estate agents especially 100 200 agents that are drinking you know you put your uh you put your table there pitch your product and start selling it so Right, exactly, exactly, and it's a lot of fun. I mean, you get to meet really cool people and make new friendships. So, I mean, you need to do one of those happy hours out near my area in Nashville. Yeah, Nashville. I don't know if I can come to California anytime soon. You could be a broke agent ambassador. I'll send you a shirt, and you could start one out. (laughs) I have, I have a shirt. I have. Oh, you do. Which one do you have? The drinking one. The sleep, drink, whatever. I forget what it said on there. Wake up, drink, real estate. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, yeah. Plug, I'll plug myself right now, thebrokeagent.com. Yeah. New website coming soon, actually, in two days. Two days from now, there's going to be a new website, whole new platform, new clothes, new shop. It's going to be awesome. So everybody should check that out. So Linda, thanks for coming on the podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Bye.